All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is Thursday, the 16th of July. The number of COVID-19 cases continues to rise at the highest pace so far. Nearly 30,000 new cases were reported in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, taking the total tally in India to 9.36 lakh. More news on the economy. Data released yesterday was something like a blue moon, not something you see very often. India recorded a trade surplus in June for the first time in over a decade as exports rebounded from pandemic-driven disruptions quicker than imports. The trade surplus for June stood at $0.79 billion as compared to a deficit of $3.15 billion in May of this year. In June last year, the trade deficit stood at $15.28 billion. In other news, a group of ministers headed by Home Minister Amit Shah yesterday recommended increasing the minimum selling price of sugar by 2 rupees to 33 rupees per kg to ensure mills clear the pending cane areas of around 20,000 crore rupees at the earliest. That's according to a PTI report that quoted unnamed sources. One of the highlights yesterday was the Reliance Industries AGM, and I'm sure a lot of you listened in. Most of what Mr. Ambani said seemed positive, so you must have been wondering why the company's shares started falling and falling sharply. Apparently, it had to do with a delay in RIL's plan to sell a stake in its oil-to-chemicals business to Saudi Aramco. Reliance shares fell 3.8%, the biggest drop since May 14th, and the largest decline on the day of the company's annual general meeting since at least 2002. In the aviation space, Air India has approved a scheme through which it would send its employees on compulsory leave without pay as it seeks to cut operational costs in its bid to search for a buyer. The scheme, known as Leave Without Pay or LWP scheme, involves sending employees of the carrier on furloughs for durations ranging from six months to two years, which can be extended to five years, according to the order which Bloomberg Quint has seen. In the legal space, the Bombay High Court has said that the Reserve Bank of India's circular allowing banks to grant a moratorium on term loans isn't applicable to mutual funds and debentures. Zealearn had moved court against UTI Asset Management, which holds 650 unlisted redeemable non-convertible debentures issued by it in 2015. The redemption date for these NCDs was the 8th of July. This should be extended to a date three months after the government allows schools to reopen. Zealearn wanted this to be extended to a date three months after the government allows schools to reopen. In international news, in contrast to his recent combative public tone, President Donald Trump has indicated to aides that he doesn't want to further escalate tensions with Beijing and has ruled out additional sanctions on top officials for now. That's according to a Bloomberg report. 
Trump's private decision to refrain from further restrictions was made before signing the Hong Kong Autonomy Act on Tuesday. Meanwhile, the Twitter accounts of some of the US's most prominent political and business leaders, from Barack Obama to Joe Biden to Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, were hacked yesterday in an apparent effort to promote a Bitcoin scam. Others whose Twitter accounts appeared to be hacked included Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Kanye West, Uber Technologies, Apple Incorporated, and Michael Bloomberg. The accounts sent out tweets promising to double the money of anyone spending funds via Bitcoin within 30 minutes. So far, the Bitcoin address tweeted by the hackers has been sent over 12 Bitcoins, which is worth more than $110,000. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, Indian markets are likely to open muted considering Asia is quiet at this point in time. The SGX50 futures is currently trending higher by just three-tenths of a percentage point. But we'll get on right to the earnings and right at the top we have Infosys which announced earnings which were largely in line with street expectations, perhaps a tad higher. Uh, The revenues were up 1.7% and net profit was down 1.5% but the clear surprise in this case was the expansion in EBIT margins coming in at around 22.7% against 21.2%. Now the management has said that uh, the various operational measures that they have taken along with the repeat appreciation has aided profitability in the quarter. More importantly, perhaps, Infosys has now given a full-year revenue growth guidance of 0-2% to in constant currency and operating margins are expected to be between 21-23% to for the ongoing financial year. Another company from the IT sector, LNT Infotech, again, Earnings in line with expectations where revenues declined 2% sequentially and profit was down 2.4% sequentially. Margins standing in at 20.1% versus 19.2%. Moving on beyond earnings, we have Power Grid Corporation and Gale which are in the news. Now we understand that the provisional demand notices towards license fee has been withdrawn by the Department of Telecommunications. Nothing remains due to the telecom department by Gale and PowerGrid in the matter of AGR and this is possibly going to have a boost as far as sentiment in PowerGrid and Gale is concerned. Moving on to State Bank of India, the board has approved raising additional tier 1 capital of up to 4,000 crores and fresh tier 2 up to 10,000 crore rupees. Cochin Shipyard has signed a pact to build autonomous electric vehicles. The company won an export order from Asco Maritime Norway. And GETND India is also in focus as State Bank of India Mutual Fund has increased its stake in the company to 7.1% from 4.7% on July 14th. And finally, we have Rosary Biotech's IPO in the primary market which has received a demand of 79 times by the end of the last day of subscription which was yesterday.
Now, these are just some of the stocks we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuint.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. That's all we have for you on this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website, BloombergQuint.com. So don't forget to check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 